All right, so on the show today we have The Juice, Crypt O.J. Simpson, a man that I have been trying to get on my show uh, for a long time, and I'm so happy that he is finally here. How are you today, The Juice? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. We've been trying to line this up forever. I'm really glad we were finally able to make it work. Hell yeah, man. You 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 reached out to me like pretty early on in my podcast career, and I really appreciate that. Uh, you know, you uh, saying you'd do my show and everything, and we finally made it happen. And, and I'm I'm very happy that you you're here. And yeah, I can't wait to see what we end up talking about on this one. Yeah. So, okay, just right out the, the gate here, what do you want to, I'm, I know a lot of people know who you are and, on crypto Twitter, but would you like to maybe go ahead and tell the people who don't quite know who the juice is a little bit about yourself? Um, well, you know, that's kind of a complicated thing, right? Because when right. we're on Twitter, we're sort of putting forward a certain persona or whatever. And, you know, in a lot of ways, we all fit into a certain character type. So, right. like, I, I can't easily define what it is that the juice is, right? Other right. than it's not me. It's somebody <laughs> right. else, right? Right, right. Sure. It, it's, it, yeah, it's kind of complicated, right? But right. It, after a while, it's just sort of evolved into this own character onto itself. Right. So who are we who are we talking to right now? Are we interviewing the juice or are we interviewing the guy behind the juice? <laughs> well, the, isn't that kind of confusing? It too? is. Because like, when we put out when we put out a tweet or something like that, I don't know about you, but I'll, I'll format it and kind of think about it a little bit and say, like, does this fit what yeah. I would say? Is it in <laughs> character for what I'm doing? Right. So in a lot of ways, no, I don't think I don't think you are interviewing the juice. I think you're interviewing me. Right. right because right. I can't I can't. It's two different mediums. I can't think in those terms when I'm speaking. Yeah, that would right? be really hard. Right? So, so <laughs> right. do, do you? I mean, I kind of, I kind of do it differently. I sort of just tweet whatever the fuck's on my mind at the time, and a lot of the times it makes absolutely no sense. Well, but I it, think that's your character. But it's, 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 <laughs> it seems to be doing pretty well for me. So, are you saying that there's a whole different way to go about doing this? <laughs> I, you know, but what's interesting is I thought that was a character, so I think it, I think it works in your uh -huh. case. Right. I, I'm not a very interesting person, right? And the, and that's what a lot of people say is like, will you ever dox yourself? Is there a point where you'll dox yourself? And right. I kind of say no. I think everybody would be fairly disappointed, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like the juice is great, and like I, it's funny because I talk to people about it sometimes, and it's like, well, the juice is just. And I've I've debated like should I continue to do this? Is this something that I enjoy doing? Mm -hmm. You know, because there's times where you don't, right? And it's yeah. like yes. I I kind of can't, right? right. Like right. it's yeah. <laughs> it's just part of the ethos now at this point. It it would yeah. be a disservice if I quit doing. You it. would disappoint yeah. a lot of people, as would I probably if I just decided to quit doing what the whatever it is the hell I'm doing and what you know. I think that we create this funny kind of thing that we we're doing here and it sort of takes off a, a takes on a mind of its own possibly and then yeah Absolutely. you become uh you are almost um what's the word i'm trying to look for uh you're you it, it, you have to give it a certain amount of attention you know and maybe that falls into the whole like being addicted to twitter thing i don't know but i feel like we have to keep this going for some reason Oh, absolutely. And it comes like so during the week when I'm at work or I'm living my life away from my family where I'm not hanging out at home, stuff like that. It's really easy for me to tweet. Right. I've right. got other things on my 
I don't have anything too important on my mind. So I can come up with something funny to say or whatever, and it's fine. And I'm sharing that. But that's why, like, on weekends or mm. evenings when I'm home with my family, right. it's really a chore. It's right. like, oh, I got to come up with something funny so I stay relevant <laughs> through the yeah. weekend. Do you believe? You do a good job, though. Do you, you <laughs> Thank you. Thank Are, you. Do you believe that you have to keep maintain a certain amount of, like, tweets per day or per week? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you have to keep it up or you're, you're afraid that possibly, like you said, you might fall out of uh, relevance, I guess? Oh, totally. Yeah. So I, I try to aim. Maybe I'm sort of exposing my secrets here. So maybe I shouldn't say Yeah, well, whatever much, you but... don't want to share. Yeah. Don't, don't feel yeah, like you no, have I'll to. Do it. It's fine. It's, I'm sure people are sort of interested in it. It's, yeah. I, I, it's not interesting to me because it's what I do. But, right. you know, it's probably interesting to other people. But anyway, right. um. Like, I try to come up with a tweet first thing in the morning. Right. Like, I want to have one out by, like, 8 a.m. Something funny, something, you know, witty. Right. Whatever. And then if I can come up with one in the afternoon, that's that's great. It's <laughs> a bonus. And then, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of – my rule is I go for one banger a day, right? I want right. something that's going to get, like, two, three hundred likes that everybody's wow. going to love. That's wow. what, you know what I, so much you know pressure I mean? on yourself though because yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, agree, I mean I disagree with you I feel like you could go a day without doing anything and you wouldn't lose any relevance or anything in fact people might be like oh oh finally oh yeah you know right. and like it even more right you know what but I mean that's where the addiction comes in right, right? you can't right. do that right <laughs> right because if I go like a Saturday and it's like oh gosh I didn't have all these notifications I wasn't uh, you right. don't feel as good yourself so, so you don't the mind the notifications part. you're okay with them because i feel like you get uh, a lot of notifications <laughs> i do and you know like the truth is i love engaging with people on my posts and i always say like the funniest shit isn't on the post it's in the comments because somebody <laughs> yeah. generally takes your idea and then they expand upon it or make it more funny or whatever or the other side of that is they'll go all serious with it and explain right. to you why, why you're wrong. Yeah. And it's like, well, I don't need to explain to you that this is a joke, right? Like, right. I'm right. Not, you know, like, well, like, of course, of course, it's a joke. So, I, I mean, maybe it's not technically correct. That's fine. I, but thank you for sharing yeah, with thank everybody. You. Thank you. Well, there's always yeah, going to be that great. one person, you know. Right. Well, I I'm, kind of side trailed there. I forgot the question. I don't remember it either. <laughs> we but forgot to. The, no the, the, the point is, though, that like I think what happens and what I've noticed mm -hmm. is I'm getting like more followers and shit like that. And I'm getting a lot more you know, interactivity with my tweets and things is sometimes people will just fucking say shit on your thread to just get your mm -hmm. attention, you know, and like the whole like you know, call you out as being wrong or maybe just say, you know, something shitty or something or troll you. I think that also works too, though. You know what I mean? Well, it does. Yeah, it entices you. Right. And a lot of people... So what's what I find interesting is, especially with the trolls, most of them I, that I've talked to or people, my friends who are also trolls, right. like really at the end of the day, what they want is to be the person that they're trolling. Right. That's what's... That's what the problem is. So we see a lot of problems, especially with some of the um, female uh, Twitter influencers or bigger Twitter accounts. They'll say like, oh, you're famous for doing nothing. You're just a girl. Right. And you, you bring no value to the space whatsoever. At the end of the day, the problem is these people have, you know, ex exponentially more followers than them. And that's what they want. Right. right. So they think it's unfair that somebody else got what they want. Right. right? 
and that's a that's a that's more of the problem i think well there's also the other type of troll who we i have lots of like i love the trolls like i always some of the trolls the good trolls right (laughs) the good trolls and yeah there's some bad ones but most of the ones that i've met and befriended and that like i consider now like my close uh twitter friends like i just i feel like they are it's like a cry for help in a way like some of them you know it's like please someone notice me just please you know and usually if it's like horrible like just really offensive stuff you know i usually will like try to like reach out to that person and go like who you know who hurt you you know what i mean like why (laughs) why yeah what's the (laughs) <laughs> right you know and i end well, up you're a lot more caring than me so good on you well you know and like it's I'm, just i'm thinking of fun face right now yeah and he well... would be they would be just dying to hear and for you hearing you say that yeah so they're like shriveling up and like about to explode who because... i'm talking about specifically yeah, they're, they're not going to want you to reach out to them <laughs> no but um <laughs> so yeah this whole thing though is this a what is this crypto Twitter thing for you? What What is it? Is it a, a way to uh, get uh, interact with people and learn or teach other people? Is this just, like you said, just a drug that you can't put down? Like, why are or you a here? a creative outlet even or just your alter ego? Yeah, What <laughs> what what's your motivation here and why are you doing it? I think my favorite part of crypto Twitter and just the crypto space in general, it's not, it's isolated, um, to or sorry it's not isolated to twitter it spills over into a lot of different platforms like this right but what twitter what twitter is to me is a medium to meet people right and then me and you have this conversation or we go hang out in the party shack and we talk about whatever right so we have all these friends and all this circle of um it you know there's far out people who you talk to rarely but you still feel like friends and all this stuff and that's the thing about social networks that i feel like people really miss out on so like when you're doing an ff or something right a follower friday for those who may not be aware like you're listing out people to follow right and then somebody just jams their name in the end like <laughs> why didn't you follow me or why right. didn't you add me yeah. to this and it's like well there's a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm not really doing this so people will follow these people I'm saying. This is a sign of respect to the people that I like, right? right? These yeah. are the, these are people who have helped me out, and I'm, I'm doing this as a sh- sign of respect. This right. has nothing to do about with follower counts, in my mind. Right. And by the way, it's not a sign of disrespect if you're not included, but... It's a it's, special just shout-out. Yeah, just a... Uh, right? Right. Like, you don't need to feel like you missed out on something if one of your friends didn't put you in one, right? Right, I mean, because that's, because that's not, you know, you can let other people have that, you can let other, you can be happy for other people that they're happy with their friends and they're recognizing them and whatever. That's great. Like, I I like FF in my own way, but. Right. um, I will, I will say, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I will say that my feelings did get hurt in the beginning when people would leave me out. Really? Yes. My, my feelings never get hurt. I'm, I'm I'm annoyed too when people do jump in and say that. I'm like, I say that in the beginning. I would never, I would never like go, Hey man, why didn't you include me? I don't think I ever did that. Someone could go back and look. Maybe I did, (laughs) but, um, I shouldn't have if you did. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, you shouldn't. But I think like, and now you're making me feel bad. Like maybe I should start doing them again. Cause I stopped doing them just like get you doing FFs because you know, it's the same old thing. Everyone says this, Oh, because you know, I feel bad leaving people, you know, when I leave people out and that's what happens too. Like, I don't want other people to feel bad because I didn't include them. You know what I mean? So then it's like, you've got this 500, 
uh, person FF that you're trying to create. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, which isn't possible. Well, so. <laughs> yeah, you just the way I do it, and I said I was going to quit doing it, right? But I, right. I did, and I did in some sense because I don't do it the way I used to. What I'll do is like take a certain criteria of people, right? Yeah, like right. maybe these, maybe these people have helped me out in this way, and they're special to me in this way, right? So I'm going to mm-hmm. mention them now right and if you don't fit into that category that's fine you know this is the category right Uh (laughs) so if you're going to be upset about that that's on you but you know all of that is sort of a long wraparound to the reason why i do why i'm involved in crypto and crypto twitter actually crypto twitter specifically is that it's it's really amazing the connections that you can make right. and the people you can meet and the contacts and just if yes. you're at all interested in pursuing crypto as a business social networks are a great way to do that and if you have a little bit more cloud on a platform it's even easier right because people right. want to talk to you right that's true now i want to bring it to another place that i'm i'm i didn't even mean for this to happen it just kind of did like i've got my own discord thing the party shack that's growing and is getting bigger and bigger and i'm doing more like voice you know chats with people because i love to talk to people and uh, you know exchange ideas and things and debate and just you know it helps keep my my mind sharp um you're part of another large one called the Backholders in correct that's the name of bag holders in and yep okay so you and like fungus started that one right well it was me so originally it was me fungus bella uh smriti and rick okay and so what i was going to ask you is you know i find it like it's like a whole nother thing that you have to kind of like manage you know what i mean and like you you got sort of a, a small group of people that are helping you do that, and I've got you know people in my party shack that are helping me manage mine. But it's almost like another you know thing that you have to like watch over because you know it, the people in my little party shack thing it's like my family, and I want to protect them. So when someone new comes in, you know I'm really like watchful eye, like they're not spamming anything or you know, and I want to keep people out of the chats that are just not really adding. They're just sort of like making noise, you know, and not really adding to the conversation per se. Do you guys have that issue over there with, with your discord? Like... Well, we took a different route than you did. So yours is more inclusive and ours. I don't want to say it's, we, we have open invites, but it's kind of like the Masons, right? Like somebody right. has to say, <laughs> somebody has to vouch for you, right? Like, right. it's like this person said that person's cool. Let them in. We're not real strict. Right. But we don't just post links to everybody to come in. And we've done that before where, right. like, uh, chat's getting a little slow. We're going to just post and let and fill 20 seats. Right. And then what generally happens with that is the people will talk for a little bit. They'll be extremely active, and then they'll just leave, right? I right. mean, they don't have any investment. These people aren't really friends. They're, right. they, they think we're trading, like, uh, uh, hot picks or something. You know, we're yeah. not. We're, yeah. we're, we're not talking about crypto really other than in a you know sort of a matter of fact jokey way we don't have you know we're not um setting up buys on a coin to pump and dump or anything like that right it's not it's not mysterious there's not a whole lot going on behind the scenes it's just friends talking to each other it's kind of like a clubhouse right exactly yeah yeah it's like a um you know it's a place for your friends to kind of like come hang out uh a little bit more intimately than say Twitter where everything is sort of, 
you know, out in the open and seen by every everyone. Although, like, what I sometimes forget is that in, like, in my Discord server, like, I mean, there's a shitload of people that, you know, could be lurking and watching. And so it almost is, like, it is open in a way. That, so everything you are chatting about in there or whatever you know in the in the text is you know being seen by whoever the fuck happened to stumble in there so but it, it is a way to like interact with like i guess your closer homies you know what i mean yeah and that's the kind of the weird duality right is right. eventually what you'll eventually get big enough to where that's not what's going on anymore right. and then you'll revert back to the dms and the private chats yeah. and, you know that's that's what eventually happens right that's the problem is there's everybody's like oh we're getting bigger this thing's going on this community's exploding and then it gets too big and it's not no longer exclusive it's no longer fun it's more of right. a liability than anything yeah i hear you you know and like i we've we've been having like up to like i don't know like 10 people and like a voice thing at at night usually and yeah it's like I love it, but, you know, eventually, like, you know, 12, 13, 14, it's not going to work, you know? I mean, it that already doesn't work. It already yeah. doesn't kind of um, work. I already said, I, we need to come up with, like, a new thing where yeah. it's just uh, a couple people right. already and do yeah. a voice just like that because... Yeah, it becomes, you know, it becomes too much and everyone's trying to talk over each other and it just becomes, like, a shit show. But, <laughs> uh, you know. So, what, what goes on in your life? What do you want to talk about? What's important and boy, that's tough. You know, I mean, I, mostly what I'm share. doing. In, yeah, mostly what I'm doing in crypto now is since the market is, you know, rough. Obviously, I'm I'm more involved in digging in and finding projects that I can help with. You know, I'm in. I I haven't quit my job. I'm not a full time trader. I'm I'm I've worked my whole life in a professional setting. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm relatively proud of my career. So I have a lot that I can offer these projects in terms of professionalism. So it, that's sort of what I'm doing right now is just digging in and seeing where I could help. And, um, you know, it, there's a, there's a whole business side behind crypto that's mm-hmm. often overlooked because everybody's looking for quick gains or whatever, but right. there's the wheels that turn this whole machine. And when you get into that, it's actually more interesting than the trading, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, right? There's, I, I there's, feel that too. Yeah. Well, your interest, you're a builder. Would, would that be safe to say that you consider yeah. yourself a builder? Yeah. So, like, that's kind of like what I like to do. I like to build things. And, you know, I'm sort of, uh, I, I like that to figure out how things work. You know, I'm not, I don't trade. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't uh, trade because I suck at it. And I'm interested in the whole, you know, uh, obviously the community part of it because that's kind of what my whole thing is focused right now is just building a community. But um, I'm interested in how all this stuff works. You know what I mean? And like... And fun projects. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and on that note, did you want to... You were you have something going on. I just wanted to give you the opportunity to um, talk about the thing that you have. You, you posted it in the party shack there in Chilligan's Island, and it was something that looks very interesting. And uh, do you want to talk about that? Talk oh, about yeah. It. Well, a while ago, I started writing reviews because that's one of the things that I do like about crypto still is just the fundamental analysis and just how things work. So I started I started posting reviews a while back. And, you know, when you start doing that and you have any level of influence, projects start approaching you. Hey, you know, would you take a look at this? Would you please write something about our project? You know, Mm -hmm. and right. um, Anyway, so like I've done that a few times. But this one most recently is a project that I really like. It's called Acroma. Uh-huh. And this one was one that I decided to do on my own, but um, 
I, I talked to the developers about it and I said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to write this review. Would you guys be willing to give away a master node in conjunction with my review? Um, you know, basically to just say thank you to my friends right. who are reading this, who mm -hmm. are participating in my uh, content. I, I I love that. Like, I love giving people stuff. It's really cool. It, yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's like awesome. one of my best. Yeah, that's one of my best feelings is like when you can give somebody something that they like. And if you can do that in the form of a review and a giveaway. But anyway, so I wrote this yeah. review and I made a video to accompany it. And there's a little contest uh, wrapped between the review and the video that um could potentially you know it, there's there's already a pool of people i think i've already got 50 people who've figured out the puzzle oh, and cool. are entered to win this thing yeah awesome. so yeah so if you look at my uh feed i'll probably have it pinned for a while um just read the review check out the rules and if you want to participate watch the video it's pretty simple it's not real hard but the idea is you know i want to tell people about projects and i want them to actually see the content and i want them to be potentially rewarded for that so That's i think awesome. it's a i think it's a good fit so yeah, basically that. if people were interested in participating in it they would just mm -hmm. uh, check out your your twitter crypto jason crypto crypto jason that's hard to say crypto, crypto jason, jason simpson crypt yeah. oj simpson right the juice no 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 you screwed it up no so yeah that's what people always do is they go crypto oj simpson right, you know, no. it's not. crypto j no. right it's crypto j, j simpson. okay yeah okay i got so that's it. the that's the play on words kind yeah of the right, right. Started, right? I, i'm looking You're right gonna at throw it. him he I'm, can't say anything right. i'm looking right at it and i still can't say it right that's because i have <laughs> i have uh, brain damage from from years of uh abuse to my brain now yeah. in your i'm looking at i'm 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 uh lurking on your profile right now it says you're from you're in france are you in france Jacques, france is that where you're actually no <laughs> no so which is actually kind of funny because like i just was going to put it when the location thing prompted like i right. wanted to put in just juice land oh, okay. oh i get it juice cute okay it's not a real yeah, place but in france. that okay. popped up yeah that right. popped up and it was like that's good. Yeah. Oh, Just okay. keep friends. Why not? I love it. But what's interesting, okay, so besides that, I've had several people from France contact me like, "Oh my god, you're a French influencer. Oh, like, wow. could you come to our could you come to our meetup and Right. Yeah, it was like, no, that's I, hilarious. Okay, what sorry. what does a what do you say influencer? And I see, I hear that. What does how does one become an influencer? Is it based on followers? I, I don't consider myself an influencer, but it's a term that people use to describe people. I, uh -huh. I don't think it's a I don't think it's the right term, but it's what right. people because it has a certain connotation, right? Right. But it's what people just use to describe people who have a reasonable amount of followers who um, have a high level of interactions right. and um, people can, you know, they regularly post uh, original content that right. people interact with okay let me, it, on, on, a, on a much larger scale than maybe your average person and it's not necessarily tied to follower account because if you look at my follower account and my interactions i have a lot lower um follower count than most people right right mm -hmm. or not not most people but most influencers however my right. interactions are exponentially better yes than most influencers right. and, I, and i don't understand quite the correlation there but right. i would guess it has something to do with the fact that i actually you know like i'll go read through people's tweets and there's a bunch of a bunch of stuff like a bunch of not funny stuff or right. not relevant tweets or off-topic tweets but i try to stick mine to on topic funny in character so it just sort of all 
blends together, right? Yeah, I'm looking at some of your stuff right now, and uh, I think what what catches me is that you start off a sentence with something you think is going to be like you know a, a straight fact or something, and you come out of left field with kind of a joke, and that's kind of what I like about it. You know, your tweets, and I think that might be the the you know the the amount of interactivity you're getting. It's just people, yeah, people like to be kind of you know entertained and challenged and taught something all at the same time and i think that's what you're doing you know what i mean like yeah and, and a lot of my tweets actually reflect like my personal beliefs as well like I, i'm a there's there's certain parts of the juice that are you know reflections of me like i'm an anarchist right, right. and i post a lot of you know anarch <laughs> anarchy leaning right tweets and stuff <laughs> you know like and I'm really into crypto and I'll post things about crypto and so I think a lot of that helps is I'm not trying to um it, it you know how people say like alcohol or a better example is money money doesn't actually change a person it just amplifies their personality right right mm -hmm. so whatever they do would have done before they just do it now but it's bigger right right and and, and that's sort of what happens when you have a um uh like when you're running an account like the juice you right. know it's like right. it's not it's not entirely not me right. it's just amplified times a thousand right because right. it comes out of this vessel right right or, or completely unfiltered yeah right exactly i don't and that's and that, that brings me back to another tweet that i made and somebody you know a lot of people say like oh people are anonymous because they want to scam people or they're afraid of their safety or whatever like that mm -hmm. but that's not really it right like i want to have this compartmentalized like i don't want i don't want my twitter life to be my real life i have my right. real life and i'm very happy with my real life mm -hmm. like i'm completely fine with it there's I, I have no desire to cross those two fields right, right? yeah you like to keep them well it's like going to a party a masquerade party and you're wearing a mask so therefore you're more you than you would have been does that make sense absolutely and i think it's a good example right and, i think that's what makes twitter different from places like facebook and stuff that, mm -hmm. you know yeah you like, like oh, totally. all different. you know and, and how is it though that you know and i haven't really been into the other twitters the other like uh vert you know out of crypto twitter i pretty much stayed and uh, went straight into that like i wasn't even on twitter six months ago or whenever i before i started my account like i i was never into it is the other I, i'm asking you this you may not know the answer but are other parts of Twitter as interesting and as fun and creative as crypto Twitter is? The only thing I can compare it to is before I did crypto Twitter, I did um, I I was heavily involved in the Libertarian Party, right? And I did I did much the same thing, right? Um, a lot of the same you know jokes and uh, community and stuff like that. I will say it's a lot more negative and it's a lot more fueled, at least in my experience in political Twitter, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. Right. There's people who get genuinely pissed off, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Politics. <laughs> like, yeah. Like there's people who get pissed off in crypto Twitter, but it's not the same. It's like people get really offended by things. Mm -hmm. And, you, you know, you what you say might just be your belief, but it's extremely provocative to other people. And it, in that way, it's not as fun. Because yeah. it's like I, I I can't say what I want to say here without mm -hmm. having to think about who am I, who am I going to piss off, and not even necessarily from um, other ideologies or other backgrounds or whatever. Sometimes you know that's 
people expect you within your own camp to hold a certain standard or whatever. And that those people are almost worse. Do you think <laughs> that we have created a subsect, a sub uh, area of even crypto Twitter? Are there places outside of our crazy little neck of the crypto Twitter woods that are more serious that I don't even pay attention to? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely we do. And that was a conversation that I was having with Draws not too long ago, mm -hmm. is that we all sort of have our little mini spheres of influence of people who we deal with on a regular basis, our followers, our fans, our, you know, our friends. Right. And it's interesting when you have crossovers, because like I had one, I had one tweet not too long ago. It was... Um, the general it was something to the effect of loose paraphrase here it was something to the effect of uh the general public accepts that you're not allowed to bring water on a plane right. do you think we're ready for financial revolution oh yeah i remember that one yeah. <laughs> right and right. what was interesting about that one is right. it got really big in the um like the tech side of it there was a lot of like professionals or um like vcs and things like that like mm -hmm people who were um not necessarily your memesters or whatever right, that enjoyed right. that one. and it got shared around in a lot of various other circles and i picked up a lot of those followers so it was kind of like being exposed to a different circle right because yeah. i sort of checked out what they're doing too and i added some of them and right. you know, in a lot yeah. of ways we're yeah you're like, expanding and ways, growing yeah right our... in a lot of ways we're curating our own timelines actually we're absolutely curating yeah, our timelines so we're picking yeah, so we're picking our sphere of influence and our sphere of friends, and you know we're kind of cherry picking what we see. So yeah, we're absolutely we're all creating our own bubble on Twitter. How do we get out of that though? I mean, I I, I heard what you just you, you your your tweet that it wasn't intentional, but how do we just not? How do we keep from just circle jerking and just constantly like just interacting just with ourselves? I mean, I try to always like my my problem is I will follow anyone if they're they appear to be a human. You know, they appear to be. You know, if they like if they like cats or robots, I will follow them. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So. You know, and I try to interact with people. I try to invite them to the party shack. You know, it's getting out of control a little bit, you know, with like just trying to manage, not not trying to manage people, but just sort of trying to interact with everyone. And like, how do you get outside of your little sphere? And and here's another thing. And before you answer that. Oh, just throw two questions. Yeah, I'm going to hit them with a lot of stuff. Um, I didn't get through one. Okay. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. We'll try. Okay. And what about the people that are looking on that are too shy to interact? What would be your advice to them who see this crazy shit that's going on, these interactions, these funny threads and things, but they're just too shy? What would be your advice? So that's two questions. So, I don't remember yeah, the first so, one. So part one, branching out outside of your sphere of influence and or the right. sphere that you live in, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I don't, I don't really have an answer to that because everything that I've ever done branched out of my immediate sphere has been like completely by accident right. so i guess we could look back and see what's formulaic about that and try to come up with a solution but i mean ultimately like your followers follow you because they liked something you did right right so so in a lot of ways like it i don't think it happens or intentionally i think it happens organically right. and yeah. i don't think you can just i don't think you can force it but I, agree. I yeah. don't know. There might be some science behind there. Well, or uh, I mean, but... if anything, you maybe could just throw out something different every once in a while. Maybe you would get some 
people. Uh, no. <laughs> I, no, actually, actually, I think she's right because, Thank you. <laughs> like I said, like I said, like that one that um, that I tweeted that got into all those different realms wasn't about crypto. Mm-hmm. It was about overthrowing the current technology, right? right? Yeah. And it made a joke about society, so it wasn't. Okay. But it it's implied, right? But yeah. see, I tweeted big ass titties the other day. Uh-huh. And what does That's that have to tweet. do with, yeah. with what does that have to do with crypto? And I didn't get anyone outside of the fucking bubble. Well, that's because that's your normal kind of tweet. Oh, okay. Do you, do you understand? <laughs> yeah, they're already there. Right. <laughs> You've already got those people. If you want different people, right, maybe right. broaden that a little bit. Okay, so on the topic of, you know, the when, shy. when, you're, I, you're when I first started, okay. yeah, when I first started out, you know, I was like shy to like interact with all you guys. You know what I mean? Like, what do so, you... Y- Go ahead. Yeah. You know what I like more than anything is like when somebody posts something that's genuinely funny in my comments. And yeah, I read almost every single one of my comments, even if right. there's a lot. Like, I love reading the comments because, like I said, they're generally funny. So, like, I mean, most of the people that I've followed back or started interacting with have been through people who just say something funny and right. not destructive. Like, they're contributing something to the conversation and it's like right you know a lot of times you can kind of tell like that person's trying that's cool right yeah. you know and then, then and then you see him on like two or three two or three more tweets and it's like this guy's on all my shit like he's cool right, right like he's right. he's funny he's part of the crew now right mm-hmm. i mean yeah. i get it yeah so so i guess my i guess what i would say is you can't really go wrong if you're not being negative right right i mean right maybe you're not funny or maybe you don't get the attention, but if you're negative, like I pretty much almost already have written you off. Like right. don't, don't be a dick. That's the big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, that's, but on the, on the other hand, like some of my favorite Twitter accounts were the extremely negative, but maybe they like, you know, like the trolls and things like I've got like, you know, uh, several people that you would look at and go, these motherfuckers are just shitheads, but actually they're funny as hell. You know, it's like, you, you, you see what well, I'm saying? I think saying? there's a difference between a negative person uh-huh. and someone who's just, just like a, a troll, a, a troll. jokey troll, like right. what you consider to be a troll. Right. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I would agree, but like I have such, I, I feel like I have a really strong, like, I don't know what you want to call it. I, maybe you could help me out, Goddess. I know you're sort of into this, but like I, I've heard it called like a justice gifting. Mm-hmm. Does that okay. make sense? Kind of, yeah. Like you, like you want to you wanna see things made right. Right. right like uh-huh. like a so, like so a robin like hood I, <laughs> yeah exactly so like i um when i see somebody being made fun of or being somebody put down like it doesn't really bother me so much if you're directing it at me but when you're directing it at somebody else like that's almost worse right, right? yeah right. i i'm the same way i exactly the same way i was just telling yuki that before i i was i was kind of picked on in school well i think we all were i mean i think everyone was picked on in school at some point in time but then i turned into the person who would bully the bullies you know i it, it would yeah. it would literally kill me to see like someone else being picked on yeah was, was, right yeah i agree right. with that yeah and like i was a, i was a little brother right i was the youngest of many older brothers i come from a fairly large family so i was picked on pretty much you know the entire time before i got to school right and then it, was, it wasn't out of the it wasn't out of place when i got to school if i got picked on but i'm also i also wound up to be very big like right <laughs> it turned into a thing where it was it wasn't a problem right but right. um I guess where I was going with that is it, it sort of spills over into how we interact online too. Cause it's just sort of part of our personality. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's like, I, 
I can think of a couple in particular where somebody was making fun of somebody else, and it's like, dude, that's don't you know? Like, yeah, that's I've got not okay. No, yeah, yeah, you feel bad for them. I've got no time for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> what do you think about? You seem to be a pretty like you know. Uh, I haven't really seen you blow up on anyone or get in a fight, and I've certainly have gotten into you know. Uh, issues with people on twitter do you do that do you fight with people do you just like lose your shit and you're like fuck you uh <laughs> you're a motherfucker and i'm not putting up with your shit anymore do you ever do that i did once and i regretted it right yeah me too um i regretted it pretty bad mm-hmm. and i eventually apologized and said you know i was a dick i shouldn't have done that i'm I... really sorry yeah and you know like i the thing about it is like it feels it feels really good in the moment, right? It's right. like fuck you, dude. Like you're, you know, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And it feels it feels so good. But and then it it might not bother you for a long time, but it eventually does. It Especially does. when you see if you see yourself emulating maybe some of the behaviors that that person did to piss you off. Right. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like no, I'm actually just a fucking hypocrite. I'm yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's like I was just a child, right? I mean, I was an upset child. Yes. So. I had one recently where a guy was trying to pick a fight with me and he was misrepresenting me terribly. Like, right. And he, and he actively went on this for days and days and days and oh. just kept on going. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, like it bothered me because it was like, I, this is just such a terrible misrepresentation of myself. And I would love to just set the record straight, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it went away. Right. Right. Yeah. It, it, it eventually went away. And now I feel so much better about myself that i you know i probably i don't want to say never because you never know but i'm gonna really try really hard to not engage in yes. bullshit on twitter I, exactly you know I mean? just, yeah if you just don't engage it kind of goes away faster than if right you engage, that's what so. tamra always tells me like do not you know do not be triggered by that do not you know take the bait but i'm guilty of it too like it's happened and yeah, i think i've learned from it i'm like i am not doing that again because i felt bad immediately afterwards i was like what was that isn't it interesting that that's what we're able to do on here i mean we're able to like learn this kind of shit through like interacting with you know avatars and things on twitter i mean we're we're learning life lessons and you, you know <laughs> Absolutely. what i'm saying i mean it's yeah oh it's crazy because that spills over into real life too exactly right? I mean, it does but yeah. that's never but that's never a problem that you have in real life because people generally don't treat you this they don't they don't just start shit with you in real life like i, I tend to believe that most people are good right like right. most people aren't gonna just like openly deface you or oh, you, you must know, not have ever lived in florida have you have you never lived in florida <laughs> <laughs> no, because no. that happens there. I was yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we could write more stories about people just openly engaging in some kind of shit in Florida. I think it's the heat, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'll stay away then. Yeah, don't I've never actually it. been to Florida, but <laughs> um, I guess where I was going with that is kind of like we don't have those types of interactions. Certainly not in the frequency we do online, right? So you you do kind of find parts of yourself or you're exposed to situations that you wouldn't normally be yeah yes i agree with that i think these people on twitter though are more than just you know their avatar and stuff i mean i've i have closer friends now on twitter than i do in real life yeah so me too yeah Yeah, i mean (laughs) like you know everyone's kind of heard my story i tell it all the time you know like i've i'm recently sober i was like not on social media other than like Reddit a little bit, you know, and then I found, um, 
it had already been involved in crypto cryptocurrency Bitcoin and, and um, you know and I found somehow I stumbled on crypto Twitter and you know and now I have this like and it's not even a lie I have like this support system in this family now of people like friends that I and I some are like just I would consider like brothers and sisters you know it's like more than just you know what I mean it's like these people become like you're part of your family in a way you know and I some of them will probably <laughs> I think never it's meet more than that yeah I think it's I think it's more than that because you can't stand your family half the time. right right good point <laughs> Right, so it's it's like it's it's just different in that human interactions never had to had to experience this where we have these open channels to talk to each other all the time, whether you're in your underwear laying in bed or off on the other side of the country working, you can still talk to these people. This is a relatively new invention, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. So yeah. I think the general human condition is still adapting to that and how right. that works into the, you know, even even the biological family, how, how that interacts with those two different things of your uh, friends you might have online and your friends you have in real life. There's just a, I think society on a whole is still kind of figuring out what that looks like and mm -hmm. how to manage that comfortably and yeah. health in a healthy way. In a healthy way. Yeah. So I know, overwhelming. Yeah. I know that there's people that could argue that having all this connectivity across the globe with other people could be bad in a way that, you know, it could, you know, uh, terrorists and things could organize things but on the other hand the things that we're doing here like the things that we're talking about and the things that you know uh that i try to do in the party shack you know just like the positivity and the you know talking about you know just loving one another and you know doing the right things in your own life and and learning how to be happy without you know being wasted all the time and shit like that you know, could you argue that like it's really fucking good for the planet that this is happening? That like we are connecting and in a good way, and people that wouldn't current wouldn't have been able to do this previously are now able to, and it's it's creating this like positive like uh, butterfly effect kind of thing. Or you, you follow me? Am I off? You know, am I? No, I I think it all ties back into what I was saying. Is like it just gives you a platform to. End amplify yourself right so if you're a good person like you are right you just mm -hmm. sort of amplify good and positive and you know i don't really believe in the law of attraction but there's things that kind of point at being true right, right. because oh, what you if don't? you amassed around yourself well i don't really I, I that's a whole philosophical debate and i don't know what i really you know i don't have a firm enough opinion to say i believe one thing or the other if mm -hmm. that sort of makes sense yeah totally yeah so, yeah so like i'm not discounting it at all mm -hmm. but right. i you know what i mean yeah i'm relatively open i guess right. you <laughs> right. Right. you're right. open and you haven't even thought that uh, too much just given that too much thought, well i, I had i will you know i was like i was like a kind of a non-believer i didn't really believe in anything like back you know like shit to 10 or 11 months ago uh, and and then i've sort of changed my thoughts of like you know uh yeah you do think positive positive things happen you know, we're all sort of part of something larger, you know, that kind of thing. I'm certainly not religious. I don't have, like, a belief in, like, a... a I don't even know that positive things... Yeah, I can't even firmly say that positive things make more positive things happen, even though I feel that way. Uh -huh. I would just say that if you focus your attention on positive things, you notice a hell of a lot more positive right. things. Right, You know, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd agree there. I'd right. agree there. It's kind of, it changes your so perspective, isn't that, per isn't, se. Isn't that what law well, of attraction yeah, is then? Yeah, I mean, law of attraction is that you do positive, positive comes back to you. Right. You know, it's just a whole cycle. So what you're cycle. saying is but that you notice I think it. that I think it, part of it, if 
if not a lot of it, is the changing your perspective right. and just seeing things, even yeah. bad things that happen. Right. You tend to look at like, well, you know, there's a reason for that. I'm sure that happened because, oh, look, right. you know, later, later, a week later or something, you're like, aha, if that, if that bad thing hadn't happened, then this right. wouldn't have actually yeah, it's happened. Perspective. So That's you, true. You can kind of right. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I'd say if you look at especially the opposite side of that spectrum, if you're negative or mm. depressed yes. or whatever, right. then it's really compounds, yes. right? Yeah, yes. everything and, is negative. I mean, everything is bad. And I don't want to. I don't want to minimize depression or any of that because I, I don't believe depression is a choice and you can just snap yourself out of it or any of that stuff. So, like, I just want to make that clear. I wasn't yeah, right. trying to insinuate that, but. But I do think you you have the, you have the potential within you to change it. I'm not saying it's easy, but I think that, you know, how much is chemical or genetic even, or, but you, you probably could make it a little better. I I think not that it would be easy. (laughs) So, yeah. So my problem with that is, and I don't like making absolute statements just for the simple fact that I don't really know. And I I, I, I really like. Like I really firmly believe that every individual is different mm-hmm. in their mind frame, especially things that we can't express, uh, or sorry, things that we can only express but aren't apparent, like mm-hmm. facts that you can't you can't say. It's yeah. not right to say to somebody, um, "This is a choice. You need to just start thinking oh, positive. Yeah. Pick yeah. up your feet." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, no, you, I, you yeah. can have you can have an impact on your uh, life if you just try. I know this to be true. Right, right. So. So then what happens is you start this downward spiral. What if they can't, right? right? Yeah. Then what's wrong with me? What's Yeah, you know? it makes it worse. I got gotcha. you. Are yeah. you a Okay. Uh do you you seem like a very positive person. Have you ever had issues with like depression or anything or have you always been this positive and happy? I think yeah, no, I've been, you know, I I don't know what you call it. I've never been chem- or uh, properly diagnosed, but I've certainly had bouts of depression and mm-hmm. uh anxiety specifically all sorts of you know so in a lot of ways um yeah i do try to be extra positive because right. it, you know what you say is, it helps <laughs> absolutely yeah. yeah right and and i again i don't necessarily believe in the law of attraction and i don't necessarily not believe in it but it it does help and especially if you can limit certain factors that you know maybe trigger you or mm-hmm. whatever right yeah in those ways you do have choices like drinking or you know things that exacerbate that right but okay what about i agree totally that's what i was trying to say too yeah because this one over here he gets depressed and i and i see that see i I fortunately have not had any issues with depression thank goodness but yeah i see it and it i realize you can't just pull yourself out no once you get once your brain says no you're fucking depressed like it's all just fucking darkness and then you have positive things that you can do to help yourself a little bit you know some people say that depression allows you to okay so some people believe that depression gives you the ability to process things so like your your brain is overwhelmed with shit and it can't handle it. So that's what depression is. It sort of shuts everything down and allows you to process what the fuck's happening. That makes a that's little sense. That's a good sense. point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I But it sounds right. Yeah. I guess <laughs> no one really knows anyways. But... <laughs> it makes sense to me anyway. It does. It so, does make a so lot of sense. Because I don't know about for you, Yuki, but for me, it seems like the turning point is always when you sort of have this aha moment, right? When right. you get sort of a greater understanding of whatever it is. Right. And you, um, 
you know, maybe it doesn't get immediately better, but you can sort of see light at the end of the tunnel or whatever it is. Right. And then you can sort of go that way or feed into that more if you want. Well, that sort of like ties into what I'm saying. Like your brain is like, you know, processing something, you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe no, that, that light, sense. maybe that light at the end of the tunnel is your brain figuring out the math problem, so to speak. Right. You know, sort of like working out all the shit and going, oh, okay, here's a way out of this. Because sometimes you feel like shit is just not, you can't figure it out. You know, it's like, you know, out of control or it's just overwhelming. I think that's what anxiety is. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, um, and then the depression for me is just like, it's like my brain saying, okay, you've got to fucking stop. Because I can certainly be the opposite, which is manic and, you know, go you know, go the other spectrum. And sure. I think that perhaps, you know, and even if you look at it this way, it makes depression a little less scary, uh, is that, yeah, it's a time for you to just sort of, uh, Slow you know, down. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, you know, I sort of like, uh, believe in the shamanism stuff and like the, sure. the guys will, you know, a shaman will go, you know, the, in the, in the tribe or whatever, when it's time, the shit's bad. Like everything's bad. The, the, the crops are, failing and you know people are dying from disease well what they do is they uh go into like away somewhere and sit alone and they meditate on the problem and that's sort of like what depression is i think sometimes is it, it gives you the opportunity to shut everything down it's not good i mean depression sucks some people kill themselves during you know bouts of depression yeah. and maybe it's because they've decided like there is no answer but um, I think the times when you're shutting down and you're being and you're in that depressed state, you could almost look at it as a time of, you know, it's a time to meditate on the problem that you're having, you know, in your life. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. So on the topic, do you have anything else you want to talk about that? Because I'm going to shift gears here. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, get a little heavy. I know. Well, that's usually what happens. I used to end up uh, crying on my episodes, but I think I'm working past that now. I've cried enough. That's hilarious. Um, do you want to hear some jokes? No, I don't yeah. have any ready. But... You're like, no, never mind. Um, but So as far as this whole crypto thing, you know, uh, everyone's sort of noticing that uh, Bitcoin's like, going kind of down 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 uh people are like you know maybe some people and like noobs in the space i don't know if there's any left because everyone maybe left a while ago but um what do you think is going to happen with all this now my personal uh, uh strategy with all this is i'm a holder i don't really trade so much i'm in it for the long haul i believe in the technology you know i believe that bitcoin is going to be around for a long long time i believe it gives us the power to you know to redistribute the wealth and all that uh, what's your thoughts on that? Are we, you know, are we going to go down to zero and this thing's going to be worthless or should we all just hold on and just, you know, bide our time while this thing, uh, gets, keeps improving? So for me, it's a combination of things, right? I, I, obviously everybody's here for the money. Like that's, mm-hmm. we can't, we can't deny the fact that we're all here to make money, at least in some capacity. If it wasn't here, we would be doing something else. That's right. the big driver behind the scenes. But for me, I'm also I'm also an anarchist, right? right. And I right. also really, I I think I, I'm you know a bit of a technology buff too. I, I really like technology, and this is sort of the perfect intersection of it. Right. So for so for me, like I 
have such a firm belief that the government's going to fuck shit up in a way that's irreversible right. that the only answer is something like this, right? Like, right. I, I, so for me, it's not like a so much of, um, if it's when, mm-hmm. you know. So and, like, I firmly believe that, right? It's right. not like something that, it's not something that changes when the price of Bitcoin goes down. Right. I, obviously, obviously, I would love Bitcoin to be a lot higher than it is right now in crypto in general, but. For me, it's I, I really like I, I guess it's hard to believe because so many people are here strictly for the money, but I'm really not like I think this is the next thing. Like I think yeah. that it's this is an eventuality and right. this was in, invented and this whole thing came out and it started getting big out of the prior collapse mm-hmm. that was just, you know, they, we slapped a bandaid on it. We kept the trade and rolling down the tracks. And next time it happens, it's just going to be so much worse because you can't just keep slapping band-aids on things. Right. And they mm-hmm. might be able to do it once or twice more. They might be able to do it 20 times more. I don't really know how many more band-aids they can toss on it. Mm-hmm. But the eventuality is it's going to fail. So yeah. it, what becomes of that is, uh, you know, crypto and uh, decentralized technology and just all of the things that are revolving around this space Mm-hmm. Start making a lot more sense, and I could be one hundred percent wrong. Mm-hmm. I, right. I, but this is my personal belief, right? right. So, yeah. I, so for me, I'm passionate about it, right? I love it. It's like me too. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care if it was a. I, I wouldn't, I would care. Let me rephrase. Right. That. I, would care. <laughs> I would care a lot if Bitcoin went down to a dollar. That would be really shitty. Yeah. It'd be really, you know, it'd be terrible. Don't get me wrong. Right. But, like. I, it doesn't affect me in the same way it affects some people because I, I genuinely do believe that this is going to be an eventuality. Like, yeah. it, you know, you have faith in it. I do. And I think that's what makes it so easy for me to get through these downtimes. And, you know, you look at your money and you're like, well, right. I didn't have as much as I had back then, <laughs> but that's okay because all this money is going to be worthless someday anyway. And you know, right. like, I, like to me, I'm, you know, I'm still putting money in. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still investing And no, I do. I make every trade, right? No, I fuck shit up all the time. And do I lose value? Absolutely. That's, you know, that's, but that's not really why I'm here. It, you know, that's something that going back to Twitter, that was sort of one of the evolutions of the juice. Cause I used to be, a lot and i've since 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 deleted them all but i used to be a lot more into i would post charts and shit i would yeah you know i would make calls i would say you know this is going to do that and whatever and i felt like i had a pretty good handle on it and i had a pretty good track record and everything but Mm -hmm. i don't you know that's just not me right maybe the what our little bubble in crypto twitter is we you know all of those memers and artists and crazy people and the comedians and things maybe we're the one we're the true believers in all this and we're here and that's why we don't give too much about you care too much about charts and things because we believe you know we have faith in in the in the belief in you know in the idea and you know maybe this in a weird kind of way is sort of like our religion does that make sense <laughs> i think so <laughs> yeah and I mean, that's where you see like all of us memers and jokers and comedians taking off, right? right. Uh, this has been like a huge run for all of us. While the people who posted calls and told people to buy the buy the top and right, oh, that they're kind of struggling. You mm-hmm. know, that's just the truth. Well, isn't so it... like? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, back in the olden days, the jester, the, the guy that would you know tell, or not the jester, but the guys that would you know made up the nursery rhymes and things you know, humpty dumpty sat on the wall that was the actual truth 
Does that mean you, you hear what I'm saying? You know what yeah. I mean? Like they were actually. Well, then, go ahead. Yeah, and that's I I made a joke about it, and it didn't go really that far. But like, if you look back at Ben Franklin's work and a lot of the work that was coming out of the early printing presses, it was cartoons and jokes and shit making yeah. fun of the British Empire, right? right. Like that's, true. that's what they did, right? Yeah. And that's how they spread their message is because you put it in terms that people can understand, right? <laughs> that's yeah. so true. That's what so you, like yeah. Totally. I I say like. Ben Franklin was one of the original memers, right? Right. right. I mean, there, there was probably people before him that did the same thing, but maybe didn't have access to a printing press and stuff like that. But right. anyway, my point is, like, that, yeah, you're absolutely on track. Like this is like we tell things in joking ways, and we we maybe distort the truth slightly to emphasize a point. But at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is get a point across. Right. Maybe we could just take that back to the Egyptian hieroglyphs, you know, where the first. I'm meet. sure they exist. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and you know, I, I don't know. The, the, well, well, it's, you know, a good example is like South Park. You know, when it's just ridiculous shit, but they're making fun of like how absurd, like you know, religions are and stuff, like the Mormon thing with the underwear, and you know, you you follow me, like I, you know, oh, absolutely, you know, it's so South Park's abs- awesome, yeah, it's so absurd, and you're like, oh, this is just a joke, but actually, they're telling the truth. Like, how ridiculous is it that these people believe in magic underwear, and like people are like, you know, uh, ostracizing their kids and stuff because they don't believe in this crap. You know what I mean? Well, like, I, right, and I think my favorite example, if we're talking about South Park, is the episode where they say shit. Right, I just that? saw that one today. Yeah, actually, yes. I love that one. It's yes. like you can say shit so long as you're not talking about literal feces. Right, like, right. You can say sh- like it's That's hilarious. it's shitty, or you know, it's uh, it's a. Uh, Oh shit! But right. you can't say just shit Dumped just in. fell out of my yeah. butt. Oh, that's like, hilarious. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, and they get up to like uh, whatever it is, a thousand shits or something in the proper context, and right. technically it was allowed on TV right. because they didn't say it. Well, it's just the absurdity of rules of trying to protect people. Like we need to protect, you know, the the innocent from the horrors of cur- cursing. You know what I'm saying? Like. God forbid someone says fuck, you know what I mean? Because yeah. then that that means that child is going to be injured in some way. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I I I feel like you're only injured because you said you're injured, right? Because the right. word fuck on its own doesn't really mean anything right. outside of context, right? So, right. but if you tell a kid, yeah, now you're fucked up because you heard the word fuck, they're fucked up. Then... <laughs> Yeah. I, re- I remember my dad, my dad, my dad used to get all uncomfortable, like when cussing would come on the TV. I didn't give a shit, you know, but when, yeah. when, when people were cussing, he would be like, oh, 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 which would make it uncomfortable, which would make it weird and awkward and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, oh, totally. it's just language. This is human language. You know, we're, well, we're, right. And there's two parts of that too, right? Like the way I interact with my kids is obviously a way different than I interact with adults and I try to use good language around my kids not to say uh, I don't swear around my kids but the point is when I want to use a curse word I want it to mean something and I want it to emphasize right, something yeah. so, right. like, so like so if I bust out a swear word uh-huh. you know you're in deep shit right? exactly uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, it has so, context to it yeah, right, it's like right. meaning so that, is one, that is one argument that I would make against using curse words openly or whatever is like 
if you do use them to emphasize a point, it can right. be a very t powerful tool, right. and you're doing yourself a disservice if you overuse it. I will say this: that I will never cuss in public, like you know, in a in a restaurant. It drives me insane when, yeah. like, I'm with a group of people, and this doesn't happen anymore, but used to. Like one of my friends is just you know just cussing up a storm and there's like a table of like older people next to us i hated that <laughs> or kids or, or something kids. Yeah. you're like it's scooting down in your seat you're yeah. like no no but you know um well it's an embarrassing in two ways right because you can't tell your friend to shut up right and or you know you don't want to be confrontational but you also want to be respectful exactly. so it's just right. a lose lose yeah some people just aren't respectful i, I, I don't yeah. know if it's intentional or not intentional but yeah that kills me i'm like no <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable right. so you basically yeah. the answer to my question of you know where all this is going is it, you're saying and you, you you fall into what i'm what i believe in too is that this is like the future and that we just need to all just like hold on right and just just uh just stick in, <laughs> stick with it yeah show me a better example show me a better option right you know that's the the thing that's the thing that always gets me about naysayers is like everybody's ready to say why it sucks right. everybody's ready to say why this isn't going to work that's the first response that everybody has and instead of that if you could show me an alternative just show me a viable alternative and yeah. i would change my mind right but i don't see a viable alternative and it just seems like an eventuality at this point yeah and I think it is something that for some reason, you know, it's like we all, it's sort of a way, it's like a beacon for people that ha kind of think the same way. You know, you said you're an anarchist. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call myself an anarchist. I don't even really know the true definition of an anarchist. Does that mean like you do not believe in a, that there should be a government? Okay, so I, that gets complicated and it's kind of a whole different subtopic, but in summary, what I believe is that power corrupts. So right. if we have people in power, eventually they will become corrupt. Right. That, so everybody, everybody should interact through voluntary exchange, right. and um, there should be no ruling factor that tells consenting adults what they can and can't do. Right. Now, logistically, that doesn't really. I mean, that's a pie in the sky idea, like communism, right? Like right. I'm, I'm real enough to to say that is a pie in the sky idea and there's so many holes in it that it'll never really work so ultimately right. i would just be happy with a very minimal government with the idea if we could all accept that power corrupts and we don't want to give people these you know we don't want to make exceptions we don't want to you know give a little bit of our freedoms for security at points like that right. would that would be enough for me <laughs> you know what right. i mean like you're I, a realist so. anarchist well <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah. So I'm not in the camp of like there should be no laws. Everybody, I, I mean, in theory, yes. In theory, that's where I'm at. Right. Right. Like if in an ideal situation, if that could work out, that would be the best case scenario. But also, if you look at it realistically, there's just so many problems and hurdles right. that you'd have to overcome to make right. that work. If each individual human could govern himself, him or herself properly then that could work however what happens is we tend to clump into groups and our group yeah. tends to get uh nervous about the other group because maybe that group is larger than ours well i also think yeah. there are those people who just just want to start shit yeah, or just, just are just just there's chaotic <laughs> well there's also people that are just into chaos and just like want to start shit and just like their world is shit and chaotic and so therefore they want to you know uh cause that 
I think. But I think that what you're saying is ideal and great. If yeah. but if it, it like you said, it, it's it's unrealistic because you know everyone would have to agree to that. Everyone, you know, other countries, other you know places would have to say okay let's just uh let's just throw down because you know that's why we have to have like you know militaries and shit you know otherwise you know uh rome would come over here and fucking take us over oh really yeah well rome? i'm not so rome. like like that those side of, those side of things like i think we could i think we could organize ways to execute contracts without law i think like we could figure out ways to um defend ourselves without a military i think we could figure out most of those things we could mm -hmm. figure out how to make roads without a government like there's right. all of the things that we could figure out but the things that i get tied up on are like um age of consent right mm -hmm. like if there was no age of consent laws why couldn't why wouldn't pedophilia be okay right right the moral, like, the moral issues, like the personal, individual well, and that's moral why issues. religions were yeah, created. and that's where it gets complicated, mm -hmm. right? Because right. it's yeah. like, well, that's your morality, so you're enforcing your morality on me, right, and blah, right. blah 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 blah. Yeah. So like, I, I, but there's certain things, you know, and I've heard really compelling theories of how that could work out in real life, like a corporation of people who agree to a certain subset, and if there's pedophiles, they agree by contract that if you touch a child, you will be murdered, or, you right, know what I mean? Right. Like, there's really compelling arguments that that's still voluntary exchange, right? Because the people involved have agreed to a certain standard of living, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that's sort of what I would like to see in, you know, which is why I kind of call myself an anarcho-capitalist instead of an anarchist most mm -hmm. of the time, but like most that. people don't know what that is. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, but, like, that's sort of where I gravitate, is to, like, sections of people could coexist together who have similar beliefs and uh -huh. you agree to participate in that society and if you don't you're free to go right or whatever you're you're free to find your own society how do and we, you can have go ahead how do we defend that how do you well that's all you're right and that's all part of it right it's right. like you'd have to agree to you know, a militia or something like that or mm -hmm. whatever it is. But many people, so I think the biggest part of, the biggest argument for uh, or against anarchy is always sort of like this idea that like, well, how would you make the roads, right? Right. How would you, um, well, like the roads may be irrelevant because yeah. what if we weren't paying our taxes to right. the government to do that? And instead of that like we had our own money and since capitalism sort of reigning supreme couldn't these people like invent jetpacks because they're right. trying to exactly. do commerce with I other love people that. they're trying to travel right they could have hover cars they all this th all these things like these problems like we look at them through the lens of like again it's not possible because of this yeah well, right. why don't we look at it is it would be possible if we did this instead i love that like because, offer a yeah. solution exactly yes. that's what i think there are no you can't it's like just right. uh, like obstacles to overcome so I, right. i've got your vision totally Anything like the, the hard possible. thing yeah. the hard thing would be those little moral issues then and right. you know defining differences like, yeah, yeah differences of morals right right because like i believe i believe all drugs should be legal i think nonviolent crimes shouldn't exist like right. if you if you haven't like physically harmed another person then right. that shouldn't exist right. and even like crimes like um you know but like you can lump a lot of things into that like um stealing from somebody else that harms a person mm -hmm. right what about crimes to like uh the how we live where we live you know things that maybe that you would do that would influence the or 
negatively influence those around you. How that that that's again the moral issues, right? Like. So, so what do you what do you mean? Like, if you decided to be, uh, let's say you were openly gay, and your neighbor was against gay people and thought you were influencing their kids by somehow having a gay relationship no, is more, that kind of what you're getting at no no not not even not not that i'm more like um you're harming the earth because you just don't give a fuck or something but you're like pouring something toxic into water that other people drink oh, okay or, you know yeah definitely. that's definitely a crime against people all right if right. you're doing harm right yeah. like that's the idea is like if do no harm right right but, right that's and that's the whole underlying theme and yes. some would debate it but anyway right. i sort of i sort of agree with the school of thought of the non-aggression pr principle right? right so you don't you wouldn't do something that would cause harm or be a sign of aggression towards another person yeah that's where the thing because because what if they're not doing aggressively to hurt people they're just stupid right yeah. <laughs> you know well yeah. where does that I mean, fall or, yeah or just didn't think through the whole thing exactly and, you, you know, know they're like i had mosquitoes and i'm gonna pour <laughs> this like kerosene or gasoline something into <laughs> right into the little pond behind the their creek. house you're talking about somebody you know. yeah <laughs> i'm actually talking about someone i know not, not me not yeah. me by the way yeah. I, i'm not dumb well but that all ties back into of like the idea of anarchy is right. like that there's chaos but they're yes. really like there's there's ways to do it where there would be a certain set of rules that everybody agrees to and in order to participate in that given society right they have to agree to those rules so you know in a lot of ways it's like voluntarism or uh, agorism whatever you want to call it it's it's all sort of lumped in that same thing and i again like people don't know what those things mean so i don't really throw them around but it's all sort of part of the ideology yeah, why that. are you interested in this stuff why what's well, interesting obviously it's interesting <laughs> but what's your motivation with why are you interested in this sort of stuff that you're talking about Juice? i so like my big thing is like i really dislike war i really right. it really bothers me like i've i've seen roger ver like go off of like we need to quit bombing the you know if we didn't if we didn't give the government the money they wouldn't be able to bomb people but like that like that's something that really gets me fired up too it's like we we as a society have evolved to the point where we are physically hurting other people right. for money right right, right. Yeah. and we've justified it right we've justified it through things like uh our patriotism or right. you're just doing your duty or whatever it is right. like there's just this whole thing that's like fucked up where it's okay to hurt people as long as you do it for noble causes right well then we just obfuscate what the meaning of a noble cause is mm -hmm. and then shoehorn your own agenda into it. Yeah. And, yeah. and like, honestly, like, like I said earlier, like I've got a pretty strong justice, whatever you want to call it. Like I want to see things right. So it yeah. really pisses me off when we see, when I see my money, my tax dollars going to kill some kid in Syria, right. going to kill some kid in Iraq. Mm -hmm. That has nothing to do with 9-11 or, right. you know, our country's security at all. This is just whatever agenda they're pressing. Like, that gets me fired up because, yeah. you know, in some ways, we're tacit supporters of that, right? right. By saying nothing. Right. Exactly. We've, yeah. we've, we've just all agreed, like, okay, that's okay. Right. Right? I mean... Right. But it's not. It's not cool, and we should and we should tell people shit like that. It is. It fucks. You know, it fucks with people's brains because they don't. They don't. You know, that's not societal norm. It's like, well, you're, you're, um, doing a disservice to the people who've defended this country and all this stuff. And I, 
mean no disrespect to those people mm -hmm. and they can think if if they think they're doing it for noble reasons then you know what like who am i to argue right right it's right. just my opinion against theirs and like it's no disrespect to individuals it's a disrespect to the systemic problem right right Totally. I, I agree with you. And that's what they try to do, right? Is they loop, they link those two things together, like the systemic problems and the individuals. Like, marry them one and the same. You can't, you yeah. can't criticize the systemic problems without criticizing the individual. And it's like, well, no. I think... <laughs> yeah, well, they do no. that so this you can't. Yeah, exactly. Right. So right. it becomes impossible right. for you to so, point that out. So, but, the, the, so I, you're bringing to... You just want to bring awareness to, you know, the uh, injustices uh, that you see that drive you crazy. Right. I don't know. I don't know if that's my the, my reason for doing it, bringing awareness or something. But, like, um, I'd say it's more just a way that you can... if If you're talking to people openly about these sort of ideas eventually maybe they'll become more commonplace so in some right. ways it is bringing awareness mm -hmm. but yes. in other ways it's just like i don't have any i don't have anything to gain from this in fact most of the time it makes you a pariah like right yeah <laughs> you know, like, if someone doesn't understand like, that they just don't want to touch it <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah it's just i mean it's it's just it's like okay whatever weirdo you know <laughs> right but well, it's ridiculous. I love, I'm good I love the weirdos. No, yeah. listen, it <laughs> yeah. is ridiculous that like we're okay with the fact that kids are getting like firebombed by drones and shit. Like that we know oh, it's, it's disgusting. We know it's happening, and but we kind of are like, meh. You know, uh, what's for dinner, hun? You know what I mean? And <laughs> and also a blind eye. Sometimes and also easier, you know, guess, and yeah. also that kids are. Be, you know, I'm not trying to turn this dark, but kids are being shot up in our schools by other kids and shit. And yeah. And, you know, like, what the fuck do we do about this? Like, what do we do I, as, like, adults now that have the, the the potential to make changes and to do things to change shit for the better? Where do we where do we start? What do we fucking do? Do we organize? Do we fucking start a fucking political party? What do we do? I think the biggest thing is to just start telling the truth about it. Right. Right? I mean, the, that's the, that's phase one because we're still in denial about shit. It's like, well, right. you know, you mentioned school shootings and stuff. Well, school shootings largely happen in public schools, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not aware of I'm not aware of a whole lot of shootings that are happening in private schools. That's not to say that they happen, but right. maybe we should look at why they happen in public schools and not so often in private schools. Is there a difference in the way kids are taught? Is right. there a difference in the backgrounds? Is there right. a difference due to foster an environment that right. doesn't create that but instead what we're doing is saying well public schools are the only answer and right. there we have to shoehorn our solution into public schools and um otherwise what else would we do how could we educate these poor masses of people what other what other options do we have you know there again it, it just comes down to we got to be honest about it and then look at examples of what works mm -hmm. and then try to implement them. But the problem is, you know, the government's pretty uh, unlikely to let go of what they already control. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Definitely. I think it's weird that in Florida, like they have these, they're building all these giant schools, these giant public schools from like the, uh, the money from the um, lottery goes to the build these huge schools that kids like there aren't even being used. That's a whole nother side topic. But the, so so the so possibly is it that you know we homeschool our kids 
Um, well, my, uh, they do online. Online, online school. school. But, uh, and, and everyone was telling me that was just the... I'm sure oh, there's yeah. pros and cons, but everyone Everyone's like, like how, how could how you could do you? that? You know, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> and every time You're... I see a public school shooting, I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> and not, to mention, not to mention that when I went to school, there was more drugs available, and it was just a way to fucking goof off and, like, party Yo, and absolutely. have sex yeah. and do drugs. That's all it was for, for me. And, you know, I... You know, the only reason I graduated is because I joined the wrestling team. You know, I shouldn't have graduated. and <laughs> It's true. It's I funny. I think we have pretty similar stories to Yuki. Right. That's, that's pretty shocking. <laughs> right. So it's it's actually very, you know, but like I, we just had a conversation with one of our good friends, Vivade, uh, about this exact thing. And he's wanting to start like a school because that is, I think that's where it starts is like the education. Like, you know, and our teachers, the public teachers uh, are not being paid you know, public school teachers are not being paid worth shit. You know, why is that? Yet, like, sports, you know, uh, athletes and shit are getting fucking, like, banked. You know what I mean? But, like, our kids are not, you know, our teachers and shit are not being... Education doesn't seem to be quite as important as some other things. and, And, you know, and what my theory was this, and it's a conspiracy theory or whatever, but the reason, like, the public school systems are bad and because, like, the, you know, just the general health care system for, like, just the average people is not good and kind of keeps you locked into debt and stuff is because, you know, that's a good way for, like, population control possibly. And that maybe, like, the reason, like, alcohol is just shoved down everyone's throats, it's all on TV and, and, and tobacco, you know, like, cigarettes and shit or, like... You know, every fucking movie I watch, I swear to God, I'm watching all the, like, Prometheus and all these alien movies. They all are in the future. You're telling me they're smoking? That's fucking I mean, ridiculous. you've gotten way off track. I don't even no, know where but you were. I know. I, mean. I, I do that. <laughs> but my point is this. I digress. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck my point is. I think... No, I, I actually, I'm tracking with you perfectly. And I, okay. I think what, what you're getting at is that we have a set of norms right Mm -hmm. what what is good and what works and that is um infallible Mm -hmm. right like because it's worked for so long but the reality is like that was an experiment like public school was an experiment right right? Right. like public health care was an experiment Mm -hmm. um there's all these things that were experiments that were kind of seeing what can happen wrong right right? Mm -hmm. so so rather than say rather than admit that like this wasn't a mistake or certain aspects of this were a mistake we are more likely to just add more rules and more regulations and more um right more laws to try to force the outcome that was just that was fine before these things existed altogether so we're forcing people's hands and there's always clear winners and losers in that, especially when we're talking about politics and politicians who have things to gain from certain uh, right. laws or whatever. So that's where it gets really murky is when you kind of cross those two things with, um, you know, trying to make the old system work and trying to make corrupt politicians make it work. That's, right. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah, cause see, we as people change. I mean, right. we're supposed to change. So as a society, we should also be pretty much ever changing right. you know so yeah. it's hard to just stick to one but, set of things that worked 30 or didn't work <laughs> 20 or 30 yeah. years ago that's what your dad did and right. it's what your mom did yeah well that's and... not an excuse right, right. right. <laughs> right. That's, that's what we like to use that's right? like the exactly. that's i keep going back to religion like the absurdity of religion and i you know i don't mean to offend anyone that believes a certain way because everyone has the right to believe whatever they want to but the absurdity of religion is like, well, you, I, you're just you're just supposed to believe it just because that's the way it is. Like that just drives me insane. Like you're telling me that, um, 
I'm supposed to believe this just because you know what I mean? Like, give me the, give me, I, you know? So like, I, I hear what you're saying, but I do believe that people believe in the people that, mm, let me rephrase that. Some people who believe in religion have had a personal revelation in one way or another. Right. So, so parts of that are very, very real to them. Right. So they take certain aspects of that as absolute fact, unfallible because they had a certain type of revelation. And again, that, boils back down to your personal experience but that's why it comes out so funky when you're trying to evangelize somebody else because you're just relying on your personal experience and everybody's different mm -hmm. right yeah you i always tell them that like you just you can't judge any anybody you know for having their own no i don't or... judge other people i just get really upset when i hear about um you know parents that will kick their gay child out of their house because you know it's against their religion like you know shit like that dry you know well, but should, okay so that's a whole different debate though right because like we could boil it back down to like the guy who was 30 who got kicked out of his house you, you, have you heard this story no no but it sounds great <laughs> let's hear it so, yeah so there was a guy recently who was like in his 30s and his parents let him they let him move back in like in his early 20s mm -hmm. and they had asked him to leave for like 10 or 15 years or something like <laughs> right. this was only supposed to be a temporary <laughs> arrangement and they wound up eventually having to go through court proceedings to get this guy evicted wow. oh right God, that's great <laughs> yeah and it cost them thousands of dollars and tons of man hours and a bunch of effort and this damaged this relationship because the child never really grew up and that's why age of consent is so cloudy because like that 30 ex old guy is clearly a 12 year old right right, right. <laughs> like that's that's just the basis of it so like how do you reconcile that of adults should be able to tell another adult whether it's their biological child or not they disapprove of them right now right. we're into some gray area of like age of consent mm -hmm. and screwed up you know what i mean so like i while i agree with you totally on principle where it's like you know, if one, of you, if one of my kids came to me and said that they were gay, the worst thing in the world that I could do is kick them out because it doesn't jive with my belief system. That's terrible. Right, <laughs> right. That's a complete... But if that kid was 18, would it now be okay? When when does that become okay, right? Because it has to become okay at some point right. as consent adults interact with each other. Exactly, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I get that, so that's a totally... I mean, I would think 18, yeah, but that's just based on... <laughs> no, <what> we, <laughs> Exactly. So about, once you turn 18, yeah, you got to go if that's how you right. believe. <laughs> but no, I mean, I personally, I, I, I guess I would never kick. I mean, my kid could stay yeah. here with us till he's like, I wouldn't want him to just for his Yeah, own but you're saying our, our kids could stay here yeah. till they're what? 60, 70 yeah, if they wanted to. Want I mean, we'll be 100. Eventually but... they'll just take care of me. So right. that'll, I'll be okay with that. Right. But yeah. you know, I wouldn't want that for them because I want them to go out and have their own family. And... Right. right. <laughs> well, so I wanted to ask. Not healthy at all. I so. wanted to ask you this and you don't, you probably don't know the answer to this, but what do we do? What do we, how do we change things? And uh, did we already cut, did we already ask you this I think question? So. I think you did. Like, is... Yeah. I just kind of said, tell the truth. Let's right. look at it honestly and right. then objectively and try to, and then come up with, you know, solutions that actually make sense rather than say it works. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing? Um, you know, again, my thing is always just offer a viable solution. Like mm -hmm. we can have viable solutions outside of the norm without uh, um, that's not offensive. That's not 
you know, it's it's not personal. It's just right. is what it is. So like, be open to other people's ideas and thoughts, and maybe better communication too, huh? Right. Right. But, but how do you yeah. how do you execute? You know, how do you? Okay, so let's say we all do decide. Okay, this is the right way to do things, and yeah, it should happen this way. We all come up with a great idea. How do you execute uh-huh. that? Like, how do you uh, make this? something happen you know what i mean like without like you know going and protesting in the streets or like causing you know uh revolution you know it, do we need to do it is it time for a revolution like what what do we do like how do you well i think that's what makes it so powerful that's what makes crypto so powerful right is because systemically the problems are so ingrained because they have the money they have the control they have the power to be able to do that right. and that's what's so cool about crypto is not only that you know, not only that it offers a solution, but that it removes that ability from the government, right? Mm-hmm. right. And if you if you can't if you can't just print dollars and force people to do all the things that you want, then you have to naturally the progression would be that you have to do things that the majority of people agree on, right? Because we have to have yeah. support behind all these ideas. Mm-hmm. And I I think that's a big reason why things went so sideways, is because they controlled the money. They could, you know what I mean? So yeah, right, right. Uh, they don't have to have consent. It th- doesn't have to be that way. I think it is the – you know, you hear this a lot, follow the money. Like it really does boil down to, you know, the money. And if what you're saying is that cryptocurrency is going to give us the ability to take the the, the control of the money out of the large institutions and then therefore we will have the power to make changes. Is that kind of what you're saying? Right. And not necessarily we. It's not like we'll be the controlling class at that point, but it won't be the government, right? right? Because we still need to interact with people. We still need to buy goods. We still need to have people do things for us that we don't want to do. There still needs to be companies. We still need to employ people. Right. You know, what I mean? like, like the, eventually the people who are early adopters will be phased out by people who are good businessmen who can mm. do, you know, who can provide services that people want and run a viable business. Like right. that will, you know, that will eventually even things out in my opinion well do do you think that the government and and or you know banks are buying up crypto though possibly to be able to i think if they did i think if they did we would just make a new one oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean you're like oh they just ruined the party (laughs) next yeah Right. Yeah, and actually anton antonopoulos has a really funny chat about that it's like oh so what if um you know, what if they make FedCoin or whatever? Right. Um, you know, then he says, well, who would use that? We already just got, you know, in the scenario where that would become viable, it'd be because fiat failed. Mm-hmm. So why would we just say, let's try fiat version 2.0? Right. Right. <laughs> you know, like, I don't think people would do that. And they might. I don't know. People are, you know, pretty yeah. influenced. You never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> I think the way to do it is you don't just go and like say, okay, it's revolution time. Let's, you know, we're not going to take this shit anymore. I think it's slow and this might not be what people want to hear, but I think, you know, if we, if we, if everything shut down, you know, Bitcoin wouldn't really work necessarily because we still need like the whole infrastructure and the and computers and, and our cell phones and shit for all this to work and our, and mine, you know, mining computers and things. I think maybe it could be a, it's a slow process that hopefully will, uh, you know, evolve into the world we want to live in. You know what I mean? And, I would hope so. Yeah, I don't want like drastic shock. I don't right. want people to suffer. Right. Like that's not what I'm after. Yeah. But, right. You know. Well, hey, I gotta, I gotta 
wrap this up. I just realized we've been talking for <laughs> an hour Definitely. and 45 minutes. We need to do that. And we have no idea how, how long. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. How much of it is coherent? Or no, what? I don't know. It's all good. And here's the thing. Um, the you know something you said that was funny i loved and the flag that we'll be waving in the air when we're all like processing all this will be in big letters it's not cool with exclamation that's just sort of like (laughs) you know what i mean like it's it's just not cool but uh so yeah definitely bro let's um you know maybe we could do a part two down the road sometime uh, I agree. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you sure, coming this was on. A lot yeah. Of fun. Hell yeah, and I love doing this kind of stuff. And I don't even, I never like go. Okay, this is what I'm going to talk to this guy about or this person. I just like to let the conversation flow, and it always ends up being really good. And I really appreciate you coming on our show. And again, you're welcome to come back for a part two, a three, or four. We keep doing these things until we're all old <laughs> and we're all, you know, in our nursing homes yeah, or whatever. Cool. But for sure, man. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you. Any anything all that right. you want to go over before any. Anything else that you project that you want to work on or I mean that you are working on that you want to share? No, but I, I just leave it at, you know, I've got that review up. If you guys want a chance at a master node, go check it out. I'm going it's... there now. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Later okay. guys. Well, thank you. We Bye. appreciate it. Yep. Talk later. Yep. Later. All right, bye bye.